This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're pleased to be visiting with George Maury, trustee of the town of Westcliff, and Caleb Patterson, town manager and building and zoning official. Today we're going to be talking about uh, Jess Price Park. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank you, Gary, for having us. We are looking forward to the interview. So, George, you've got a long history with this town. Remind the listeners out there. I do. It's kind of an interrupted history, but I moved here in 1971 and taught in the school and became very active in the community. Lived in Silvercliff, but had a store in Westcliff that is still there. And then in 1985, I left the valley and moved to first New Mexico and then Arizona, and then four and a half years ago, moved back here. So I'm guessing over the years, things have changed a bit? I got much older, and <laughs> the town also has changed. And I think at the time, the whole county was a little over a 1,000 people. Hmm. And so it was, I mean, it obviously grows during the summer, um, but it, it has gotten to be quite a bit bigger. Caleb, you're new in the valley. Where'd you come from? What's your history? How'd you find this place? Yeah, so uh, I was serving as a reconnaissance marine in Okinawa, Japan for a couple of years. Um, and before there, I lived in Colorado Springs. And as I was getting ready to get out of the military, I told my dad, uh, you know, I'm not going to go back to the spring, so let's find some land. <laughs> so we, we found this beautiful town. And right away, I fell in love. And I applied for the position. And what do you know? Here I am. Good deal. So let's talk a little bit about Jess Price Park. It's on Main Street in the 300 block, I believe. Yes, sir. Yes, correct. And uh, George, Jess Price, for folks new, who is that? Jess Price was mayor of Westcliff. And after the old hotel burned down, he was instrumental in getting the funding to start a park. I don't know that history. The hotel was at the location of the Jess Price Park. Correct. Oh, okay. And it was pretty exciting. Everybody from both towns, Westcliff and Silvercliff, heard the sirens go off, and everybody was down watching the hotel, trying to keep the rest of that block from burning. Wow. Caleb, by my count, there's something like seven parks in town. You're in charge of keeping those going, I, I suspect. I actually just recently appointed... Uh, one of my employees to park supervisor to kind of help disseminate things. So, yeah, uh, there's a good fair deal of maintenance going on. So a lot of the times it's, you know, fertilizing and watering, and then sometimes we'll have sprinkler lines break down. So it's, it's kind of just, you know, keeping on top of the maintenance as well as mowing during the summer times. Okay. So, George, how does the town see the Jess Price Park being used going forward? Well, when you look at all of our parks, there's some very small, some fairly large. Jess Price Park is a park that everybody coming into town, residents and people from out of the county, see first. And so we really would like to make it into a very appealing and user-friendly area that people can have picnics, uh, groups can come in and use the park, and j just a, a real opening to the town of Westcliff. Now, I know the last few years the farmer's market has used Jess Price Park, and this year the town said, you know, we need to uh, redo the park. It's, uh, it's gotten to a stage where uh, we just need to kind of close it down and make it happen. 
So, George, as the town started to look at redoing the park, uh, you went to a third party to put together a plan. I'm sure you gave them some criteria. How, how did that all play out? Yeah, unfortunately, over the years, the condition of the park has deteriorated somewhere, and we wanted to make it into, like I said, a, a focal point of the community. And so we gave a consultant to come up with a plan because the, some of the funding is coming from a federal grant, um, which is the American Rescue Fund, and other part is coming from the uh, 1% sales tax that we passed, the town passed um, a couple of years ago, and this is earmarked for infrastructure. And so part of that's going to come from that. And so we did hire a firm to come up with the specifications for the remodeling of the park. I've had the opportunity to see those plans, which look very cool, actually. Uh, there were uh, two plans put together. Caleb, could you describe what the park's going to look like and how it'll be different from the current? Yeah. Um, so like you said, they gave us two plans. We honed in on one, and then we, we made some changes to that. Now, one of the biggest things that's going to be going in the park is, uh, or at least one of the things that are going to grab your attention is, you know, a gazebo and then a kind of a main plaza area in the middle to where we have maybe some stone benches looking at this gazebo. And really, we just wanted to streamline um, the walkability of the park and as well as put more planters there to, to really beautify the park. As George said, you know, this is going to be one of the first things people see when they come into town. And we really just want to put all attention to there. Um, so when, you know, people are going down in, into Main Street, you know, getting a coffee, getting a sandwich, they can come down at the park and enjoy its beauty. George, what strikes you about the new plans? Well, when we're looking at the area, it is not a, a huge area. And um, as we know, there was a little controversy in town about groups using, especially the farmer's market, which we absolutely want to get back into the park. They've done a great job of where they are right now. I, I think, like Caleb said, the gazebo is going to be able to have music. I mean, not a huge thing, but we want to make it into a really accessible. If somebody wants to go up and use it um, for picnics, the benches will be great. And so we just want to make it really user-friendly so tourists and residents will be able to really enjoy it. Caleb, what's the time framework for all of this? Do you currently have it out for bid? No, so we just got the designs done, and you know the next thing coming up is going to be construction documents. Um, that should take about two to three months, and then after that, we can start to put it out to bid. And that bid process could it might take up actually to early spring, and and really that's just kind of getting timing done to be able to just start construction in late spring, mm -hmm. where the weather's a little bit warmer. So that that's kind of our our timeline. Do you think you can finish it in a season? You know, we're, we sure hope so, um, as, as long as the funds are there. Um, now, we, like I said, we have to get these construction documents to, to kind of see where we're at with our budget. But, if, hey, if we're in budget and if we've, got, if we've got the right guy, then I don't see any problem with getting it done in that year. Okay. So 2024 looks like the construction time. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's a good thing about this is that, you know, on one end we're not going with federal grants, um, and that really helps us to really cut that timeline down. The moment you start putting the – Getting federal grants, it really it kind of extends the, the timeline. So, yeah, we, we should be able to get this done by, by 2024 if all okay. things go good. Okay. Caleb, tell us a bit about the budget. What kind of numbers are we looking at, and where did those funds uh, come from, do you think? Yeah, that's a good question. 
we got right around the ballpark of, of 300,000. And this is before our construction documents come up. So we have that that's kind of a rest, rough estimate they gave us. And we're going to kind of fine tune that when we get these construction documents back. Um, half of this money is going to be coming from the ARPA fund, which was kind of a COVID relief that we haven't used yet. And, you know, I'm kind of glad that we're using it now because we could use the money to get something done pretty quickly. The other half is going to be from uh, the taxpayer approved 1% for capital improvements. Now that is uh, it's a really good program. And, and it's what we've been doing so far for, for chip sealing the roads. And we're going to take some of that money and uh, yeah, use it, use it for the park. Okay. Uh, George, were you able to get input from the community members when looking at these plans? Yes, we do have a park committee and we have two members from the community that have been very, very helpful. And we invite more citizen participation. All of our meetings are very open. And at the very beginning, we asked people what they thought should be happening with our parks. And that was very valuable information. George, you've been a trustee for some time now. What are some of the town's successes from your standpoint? I think, as Caleb said, the chip and seal on the roads, I mean, the roads are in better condition than they have been in a long, long time. And we have also done the safe school, safe routes for schools, and that was a long process. Involved Silvercliff and Westcliff, but we've done a lot there. Um, yeah, I'd, li I'd also like, just like to say that, uh, you know, we, we could have gotten some more done this year, but unfortunately the... Uh, we had to cover Adams Pond fill, so that that took a, a good amount of our uh, first couple of months of the year. So, you know, with with all of these, all of with that negative side of it, we you know we've definitely been able to move forward and still develop and help the town as as best as we could. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we might just add one thing about the pond filling. This was something that we were told we had to do. Mm -hmm. um, this was not anything that we wanted to do. Yep. Okay, uh, thinking about the parks. There was a major plan that was put together for the town of Westcliff a, a couple of years ago. How does this just price fit into that? Um, it's just one key of it, one part of it. Um, we are hoping to get grants or other sources of funding for some of the other parks. We know that a special memorial park needs some updating. We need some crosswalks between Hermit and Memorial Park. We're trying to make all the parks as safe as we can be for the people that use them as well as uh, beautifying them. Okay. George, what do you see for the town in 2023? What, what's on the horizon for folks? Beyond the events that are ongoing now, boy, the last couple of weeks, there's been a major number of events and they're going to continue all summer. But Caleb has done a great job directing the redoing of the streets. Um, the parks are being well, well-maintained. And a lot of this in 2023 is to lay the groundwork for some major projects that we hope to get done in 2024 and centered around, especially Just Price Park. Okay. And Caleb, 2023, what does that hold for your crew? You know, one of, one of the first things I, I kind of wanted to do with, with the approval with the board was get the line striping done in town. And uh, obviously that hasn't been done yet. I had that plan in, in March. And the gentleman who was um, supposed to do it had some problems with his vehicles. So that's been held off for the meantime. But I, we still, I still plan on, on getting that done this year. So I apologize for that. This year is just kind of like any other. Um, but every single year we, we kind of strive to, 
to help out each citizen as, as much as we can. You know, for example, I've had you know, a gentleman named Christopher who owns a laundromat in town. You know, he had some potholes uh, on North 7th. So, we're, you know, that that is something we geared ourselves to try to complete that. Uh, and so that'll be getting done this month. Uh, previously, we've fixed up the tennis courts. Uh, and as well as I got uh, in contact with the owner from Tumbleweed and tried to clean up her alley for grading. So, you know, we, we try to help the citizens as much as we can. So whatever we got going on this year is, you know, whatever the board directs us, but as well as, you know, if I have citizen outreach, I try to, you know, help out as much as I can. So, okay. so that's kind of what we got going on. That sounds good. Uh, George, the town meetings are open to anyone. When are they normally held? They are absolutely um, available to anybody that wants to come, and we really value the input. Um, they are the third Tuesday of the month at 530 up at the town hall. Okay. And who makes the town run? The trustees, the staff? I would say both. We are incredibly fortunate in having a wonderful staff that is very, very into um, problem solving and listening to all the citizens of the town and trying to come up with a solution. We really are trying to compromise on all sorts of things and we have a very, very competent staff. And we, I think that anybody that goes to town hall with a problem will be very impressed with how friendly and helpful the staff is. And the radio station is uh, planning to hold uh, six concerts at Summit Park, which is attached to Bluff Park there, which is part of the town. I've been to the town hall many times to talk about that. So I appreciate all the help, you know, Wanda and Kathy give and the rest of the staff. Caleb, the plans are very cool. Uh, if someone wanted to see those, how might they pull that off? Sure. Um, unfortunately, we don't have them online yet, but we do have them at the town hall. So if you'd like to come see the plans, come to 1000 Main Street in Westcliff and uh, request to see the plans, and you'll be more than welcome to look at them. Great. Thanks. Gentlemen, we're uh, short of time. Any final thoughts? I would just say it's been a real pleasure to be on the Board of Trustees. And like I said, we have an incredibly competent staff. And I, I, we're all very optimistic about the next couple of years and what we are going to be doing and seeing happen in Westcliff. Caleb. Yeah, um, so I started in January. And, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, say thank you to the, to the citizens and the board. You know, you guys have been absolutely gracious with, with taking me on and I'm, I'm very humbled. Um, so if you ever need anything, please stop by the office, and I'd be more than welcome to help if I can. Great. Thanks for stopping by today. Thank you very much Thank for you, having sir. us, Gary. We've been visiting with George Mowry, trustee of the town of Westcliff, and Caleb Patterson, who's town manager and building and zoning officer. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.